0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Hubbard here. It's time for your Elon Daily, part of your Talking Tesla Network podcast thing, Monday July 29th. If I'm lacking a little bit of energy, it's because it's late, really late at night, just got back from a trip up the coast and we got home late. Do you want to know why we got home late? Let me tell you why. It's going to be a bit of a rant, it's going to be a short one. And then there's a lot to talk about this week, but um, we got to uh, Atascadero, which is about halfway between here and Santa Cruz, which is where we're headed. And um, it said that there were four cars stalls open at the Atascadero Supercharger. And then when we get to the Atascadero Supercharger, it turns out that there are no stalls that are empty because there are four stalls that are actually broken and a line of cars Waiting. Now, I could have stopped a supercharger about 15 miles before that in San Luis Obispo, but because uh, it looked pretty full at San Luis Obispo, I'm like, oh, Tuscadero's got four open. I'll just drive down the road about 10 or 15 minutes and continue on. So, uh, what's the problem here? There's a couple of problems with this. Well, first of all, the app was wrong. There were four unworkable superchargers, they just weren't working, Uh, nozzles as they were. So, the app was just straight up wrong. And then, um, you know, we waited, waited, waited. And I while I was waiting, I called Tesla. The wait time was probably half an hour to 45 minutes, maybe 45 minutes, probably. And then when I got the person on the line, I said, you know, we're at a Tuscadero here. There is a line of Teslas. The supercharger isn't working properly. What's going on? And this very nice person looked it up and said, oh, yeah, it says that four are offline. Um, that's the supercharger group. I'll send them a note. Um, What's up with that? What's up with the fact that the app was not updating and that this had probably been there for a long time and there was sort of like a lack of, eh, about it? And I know that some of you were going to call me whiny and first world problems and stuff, but let me tell you this. If you can't trust the app, To tell you how many superchargers are open and you have situations like this, people are going to very quickly, psychologically, it happens very fast, just stop trusting it. I I don't know if I'm going to get stuck because the app is not trustworthy. That is a huge deal. The app absolutely has to be trustworthy. The one in the car, the one on the phone, if it says that there are five stalls open, there better be five stalls open. If uh, there aren't five stores open, it's a problem. The other thing that you get into is if you're at places, and there's one place that we go to fairly frequently where they get iced all the time. So it'll say there's eight open. You get there, there's none open because there's two Teslas in there and six ice cars. Now, again, you could call me whiny, but this is the kind of stuff that has to get fixed. So this is just a data issue. So that data that there are four broken ones should have been sent to the app, should have been sent to the car, and when it's working, it says something like reduce service, and you're like, uh-oh, what does that mean? It can be vague like that, and you just know, well, I'm not going to take that risk, I'm going to go somewhere else. So my other rant on this is on the way home, we just went past the Tuscadero, we went straight to San Luis Obispo, it said there was a couple of open, and thankfully there was two that were open. But this was a bank of about eight um, superchargers, and you know they have a max rate of 150, but I knew going in there, told the family and the friends that are in the car, um, we're not getting out of here anytime soon because I've been at the supercharger before and many like them. And although the max rate is theoretically 150 and that's split in half when you're sharing that sort of bollard, you don't even get half because these V2 superchargers at a lot of these places cannot keep up when the entire thing is full. They just cannot keep up. And so instead of getting um, 75 kilowatts, we were getting 42 kilowatts. It's a really slow rate of charge for a supercharger. Great if you're at home, not if you want to sort of turn this around and get back on the road. And it stayed that way for a long time, and ultimately it sped up a little bit after some people left. But it drives me a little bit crazy when there's all of this discussion about rate of charging, and we read about it in the notes all the time, and we hear Elon talking about it and other people, and... I want to just like say ask the question at least in one of these these sort of um, quarterly reports and all of this stuff let's talk about real world charging what's v3 real world charging going to be like and what I mean by that is when that entire thing is full uh, you're going to see a significant reduction so you're not going to get anywhere near 250 a lot of the time because a lot of the time it's busy so can we start talking about real world charge rates because these Theoretical charge rates when it's the weekday and you're the only person on a bank of 10 and you're getting a really fast rate and that's nice to sort of show your friends, that's fine. But really when supercharging matters is when people are on the road and people are on the road during busy times and on the weekends and when they're uh, going to do things that are important. And having a lot of uh, Teslas that are waiting for a long time, it's just bad publicity. And we had somebody in the car, first time on a Tesla, first time on a road trip who said, uh, does this happen all the time? Because it seems like uh, this isn't ready for prime time. And that was exactly the point. So here's somebody you'd like to say, look how great Tesla is in their supercharger network. And we can go, you know, get a quick snack and come back and the car's filled up. And their entire thing was, this is really anxiety producing. This is adding an hour to our drive because it's taking so long to charge. Um, I don't think I want to get a Tesla. There you have it, right there. Super bad advertising. And it's not that I'm Angry at Tesla, this is a very difficult thing to fix. You need a huge pipe. I'm just saying, I hope V3 fixes this. I hope V3 with solar and with other big batteries there fixes this so that you can always get close to the theoretical max rate. That would be really important. Or, of course, the other thing, the other thing is have much bigger batteries so you can just blow through the supercharger and continue on home. And yes, you'd have to pay for that, but you've heard it here before a hundred times. But I'm going to keep harping on it when it comes up because I think it's really important. I think it's really fundamental to Tesla. And I don't know if they listen to this. They probably don't, probably don't care. But maybe somebody is, and I think we have to keep pushing on this. It is the supercharger network, as much as anything else, which is the most Important part of Tesla and why they can compete or should be able to compete with ICE cars, but not if it's not kind of close to perfect. Otherwise, you're going to have that situation like, Well, I don't want to buy a Tesla when it should be. Oh my gosh, it's the greatest car ever. This is the greatest supercharger network. Look how fast it is. Okay, it's not as fast as a gas car, but I can put up with that, but not when it's adding an hour when it should take, you know, 20 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name's Mel Herbert. I'll be much more up the rest of the week. I swear. Talk to you tomorrow.